0: Hi everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost Podcast. Well, aren't we getting close to the Christmas holidays? Um, Snuggling right in, getting close up and personal with um, the Merry Christmas of it all, and uh, maybe at this time... You are getting your last things in place, organizing your crafting, your things that you're making for people. Maybe you're hand making some ornaments for the tree or making gift tags with your papers and things like that. It's a fun time. But maybe you've got one eye on that and you've got your other eye looking forward. Maybe it's looking as far as into the new year. January. You're looking ahead, thinking about what's to come, what is next for you and your crafting, and where are you going to take it, and what kind of things uh, might you look forward to. Are you ready? Are you done with the winter of it all? Are you, you know, enjoying the novelty the, of the first few snowfalls, but now it's becoming. A little bit more um, cold and frosty and and uh, your toes are cold and it's cold to run out to the car and back and all of that I remember I grew up in Canada and I remember those days also well um, and I remember entering into the new year into the January and so ready for winter to be over and so ready to embrace spring well Um, there's a lot to celebrate about winter it's beautiful it's magical it uh, gives us a rest time a reprieve um, a time to even you know the trees rest when they don't uh, have their big growth spurts in the winter Uh, and um, maybe we do too but if you are a crafter or a journal maker or somebody who likes to make things for Christmas, this can actually be one of your busiest times. So maybe you're ready for a little bit of a rest too. But either way, whether you're looking forward to spring or you're ready for your rest from all the magical things that you've been doing, you enter this new phase. The seasons can be a blessing because they give us change and they give us new things to look forward to and things to look back and reflect upon. And all of those things can be woven into a new creation. i um, just looking at a candle in front of me now and it's a combination of a cinnamon slash pine candle and I thought what an interesting combination. It definitely says cozy in winter, uh, um, you know Christmas time, uh, that type of thing and I, I enjoy burning those this time of year. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's got a Feeling, hygge feeling, H Y G G E, from Denmark, that feeling of comfort, cozy, cush. Picture curled up by the fireplace with warm, fuzzy slippers and hot chocolate, and that just that snuggly, buggly sort of feeling. And um, we need not rush through these moments, we can enjoy them. I had the pleasure once of going to Denmark, to Copenhagen at Christmas, and it was um, abounding with. Huga everywhere, <laughs> and um, it was really fun to walk the city and explore. and And, and Denmark is cold, very cold in the winter time, um, but it's very beautiful too. And it's a beautiful city to walk or bike ride. Um, everybody bike rides there. It's it's a very very active city. Uh, they say it's one of the happiest places to live, and I can certainly see that. And um, uh, I think they really embrace the. Um, the seasons, and they get the they squeak the joy out of every season, and you can experience this huga sensation in any season. Um, so I would say that you know maybe January, February, March might also be, um, especially January and February, the deep winter. Um, the excitement of the holidays is coming to rest, and uh, we're kind of settling into what's. Going to be in front of us moving forward and where are we going to go? Are we going to try new things? Are we going to be explorative and inventive with our crafting? Or are we going to hone our skills and level up uh, with the skills that we have? Um, Or are you just going to get lost in the process and not worry about honing or leveling? That's great. Um, It's, it can be what you want it to be. And this is your domain and your destiny. And that's, kind of nice about this whole world of uh, paper crafting. Um, I like to explore new things, try new things, but I like to play with the tried and true as well. Um, I remember when I was first learning how to make junk journals, um, I would explore trying to get over the little bumps and humps of the, the log jams that would come across uh, that would uh, slow me down. It would I would get stuck or it would suddenly become difficult or um, frustrating and i wanted to get past that i kept saying there's got to be an easier way there's got to be a better way there's got to be another way or something that i haven't seen or thought of yet and uh, the more you immerse yourself into the world um, the more you see other people do it um, you're going to have a lot of aha moments like oh aha that's how you do that that is how you get past that little stumbling uh, place. Uh, If I would have known that, it would have been so easy. I wouldn't have given up on that project. Um, Yeah, and uh, that's what I want to bring to uh, the channel, how to get through those little stumbling blocks or those little difficulties or um, also bring... Um, new things we haven't tried yet, maybe folding the paper differently, maybe coloring it differently, maybe um, putting different items together that we never thought could go together, maybe bringing in more nature and playing with that. We've got a few ideas for videos coming up with that. And, uh, uh, you know, just um, immersing in the exploration of what's to come and weaving in the seasons and how they... um, settle on us or affect us or evoke things from us or make, make us think of things. or um, And you can take themes of junk journals. For example, if you like to do traditionally Victorian-style junk journals with a lot of imagery and Victorian uh, trade cards or calling cards or um, images from that time, you can also overlay a season onto it. Like you could do wintry Victorian uh, style, um, or you could do, um, you know, a botanical spring uh, take on a journal, which would be very fun and something to look forward to. Sometimes we lose a lot of, uh, we tend to slide into jewel tones and darker shades and things like that, or more somber, uh, think of a, uh, a quiet meadow covered in snow, just a few little reeds peeking up and maybe it's small bird on one of the reeds a very simple palette and once spring comes spring tends to invite colors and change and um more uh, vibrancy and intrigue and drama as life bursts forth again um and it, it can all be enjoyed there's something there for everyone um and you're not limited to or locked in by the season that you're in um jumping out of the box you could say well um, I could go for the drama of winter. I mean, winter has um, maybe intense storms and wind and blowing and and blizzards and and or the beautiful colors of a, a fireplace. And um, uh, it also. Uh, like houses in February, Valentine's Day, which is a beautiful uh, sprinkling of pinks and reds and, and um, warm colors such as those. So there are plays and ways, uh, different ways and places that you can express different feelings. Um, it does, winter doesn't have to be all uh, dark and doom and gloom. It can be soft and gentle and um, soft and sleepy in nature, like that meadow, that snow-covered meadow. Um, which is very peaceful and it's a nice place to maybe snuggle in and do some journaling. I'll bet some good journaling gets done during the winter months when everybody's all snuggly and cozy and hoogah and also planning for their future. Maybe you're reflecting on your past year and you're saying, oh, you know, I had some really great things that went on this year and I like that. But there were a few things I kind of wish didn't happen or maybe um, didn't feel as good as I had hoped. and Maybe I'm now looking forward to the new year, thinking, okay, how can I, how can I take those feelings and take them forward, and, and let's get more of what we want, you know, about those feelings that we want to have, those feelings of excitement, passion and passion, and drive, and uh, relaxation, and peace, and unwinding, and um, coziness, um, and amplify those, so we have more experiences like that. And a lot of that will lie in the simplicity of life when we can really settle down just with a pencil and a book and unwind for a little bit. Maybe you're not making a journal. Maybe you're taking a season off and you're just actually journaling in your journals. What a novel idea. I'm probably the worst person for journaling in my journals. Um, I tend to find a lot of us either love to make the journals or we love to journal in the journals. And then there are folks who do both very well. and it's fun to sample all the different things that you can do. Maybe it's, I'm, I'm kind of hankering to do a recipe journal um, just for me personally, had to have around the house here because there's a few recipes that I've, you know, I've got them crammed in a, you know, um, a cookbook, little bits and pieces here and there but they're not organized well and I'm not they're not easy to find when I want to find them but maybe housing a, a book of favorite recipes from the family that would be nice and um, could actually make copies of it and send it to everybody in the family would not be wonderful that would be just wonderful and you could actually use pictures from family events to uh, put on the pages something like that maybe that's a little more reminiscent of scrapbooking but you know junk journaling and scrapbooking is so similar um you know i don't technically know what the exact difference is other than in the world of junk journals we tend to make the book and then create from there and you can put anything in the book Um, I think a lot of scrapbooks were already pre-made and then they were just decorated. And and I'm sure there were people who made their own scrapbooks too. I mean, you know, everything that's possible is out there because we are creative folk and you never know what direction we're going to go in. We just go off in a direction and have fun and... um, Um, so it's kind of nice to think that, okay, every time I come across a recipe, even now with the internet, maybe I'll print it off and I'll cut it out and I'll ink it and I'll crinkle it and I'll glue it onto a page and have some fun with it as opposed to just having a, you know, um, a very basic rudimentary just flip through type thing. Or maybe I could play with laminating some, um, recipes because you know sometimes in the kitchen we get a little messy when we're referring to our um, uh, recipes you know maybe the journal could be full of pockets and we could laminate the recipes and then slip them into a pocket that way you could remove it and then use it while you're cooking and then replace it back or you could you could also do it with some sort of um, ring binder that would be a nice way to do it too if you could remove it Um, or you could actually leave it in if you laminated the whole page and then, um, just punch some holes so that you could put it in a ring binder. That would be a neat idea too. I have to think about it, but you know, if there is flour in my hand or if there's tomato sauce involved, it's going to be everywhere. And I know that with me. So I am probably going to laminate my, my pages, but, um, I don't have a laminator. So maybe that's something I want to look at going forward. Maybe that's a, a tool or something that I've never considered playing with, but, maybe here it makes sense. Um, I'm not a personal big fan of the feel of plastic. So I think that's probably why I shied away from laminating. But, uh, you know, if I think about it in the realm of a cookbook that might be splattered on, boy, that laminating sure makes a lot of sense. Um, have you ever gone to a restaurant where they they laminate the menu versus a restaurant where they don't laminate the men- menu? And uh, you can really see the wear and the tear and the um the splotches and the finger marks and all that type of thing so i mean that's what just happens when you're working with food um but i think that uh yeah there's something to be said for it all um you know, different things that we can do with our journals. I was also thinking about uh, starting a dream journal. I haven't done that in a long time, but um, I have done it before, and it it went well. Um, If you want to remember your dreams, they say to have a journal or a notebook beside your bed, and then immediately upon waking, write down what you remember. Anything, any little bit or something. And even if you wake up in the middle of the night, just take a second to turn your light on jot it down and capture it. And uh, then you can go forward and refer to that later to see maybe what it meant to you or, um, uh, you know, maybe what you were thinking about. I read somewhere once that dreams are like everybody in the dream is actually some reflection of ourself, some aspect of ourself. So if you're, you know, dreaming about your best friend, something like that, something about her that you find very familiar in yourself. And it's often we are attempting to talk to ourselves, to to re-explore certain feelings that we have. Maybe they're settling in our mind, in our brain, something like that. I don't know. This is all conjecture, but it's kind of interesting and kind of fun. So you can use your journals for so many different things. Um, how about a new word journal? Um, let's say you're working on expanding your vocabulary and uh, you look up a few new words, um, big, fat, juicy, 25 centers, and you want to have a place to capture them and write their meanings. Um, maybe try them in a sentence or two, or maybe maybe um, use them that day in a sentence or two and maybe make note of how you did that and how did it feel, and and you're imprinting that, that new word into your mind. And maybe on your word, it, that word could actually have have a whole page in your journal. You could take the word um, affinity, for example, and maybe you want to use the word affinity, um, and you could rubber stamp it, or you could calligraphy handwrite it, or you could block print it, and then you could draw around it, and you could. Um, tear it out and yeah, nestle it, layer it on some cheesecloth or some book page, something like that. Or you can make a little envelope with the word affinity on a little uh, journal card on the inside and then write some thoughts about affinity. I mean, there's so many fun, different things that you can do with junk journals um, that I don't think we're ever going to run out of ideas of what to do with them. There's always something else that we could do. They're great places to save Um, things or to remember things or to also advance yourself or explore new things going into your future future um, future remember your future memories Um, I read that somewhere that uh, if you rehearse that um, you know if things are going through your mind and you're getting stuck in the past and maybe you're sad um, try switching to well if it was better what would it like but what would it be like and then start thinking about certain aspects of your life and they can be big or small um grand or tiny um maybe i would like to have a bathroom that i really enjoy being maybe i don't have a ton of money to make that bathroom but maybe i'm just going to write down little tiny ideas that i think about um, that would bring that that feeling to me, that don't cost an arm and a leg, and I'm just going to jot them down in my journal. Um, my bathroom, my dream bathroom idea, and maybe I'm going to go on Pinterest and try and get some ideas, and I'm going to take note of certain ideas, or maybe I'll uh, cut out some pictures and put them in my, my journal, almost like a uh, vision board, but it becomes a book where you can expand a little bit more. You can write thoughts, you can put ideas, and um, you can change your mind about your bathroom and decide like, hey, nope, that's not the style I'm going with. I'm going to go with uh, uh, Swedish architecture and have cuckoo clocks everywhere, and it's going to be wonderful. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I don't know, but but just uh, make it yours and have it fun, and you can almost live in it in your journal And then experience it if you decide to bring it into fruition. Um, Another fun thing to do is just think about your car or your vehicle. Um, How can I make that better? Um, Is it time for a deep clean? Like, I could make a list of fun things that I would like to do with my my car that could make it a more loving, nesting, happy place for me. I've been working on my car lately. Let's just say, when you uh, are a person who goes to car... um, garage sales, yard sales, estate sales, flea markets, all that kind of thing, and you're toting home a lot of stuff, um, sometimes it's time to clean the car. And we've hit that point. And um, there's the initial clean, you know, there's the, the I'll drive it through the car wash, that gets the outside. Then I gotta vacuum it out, that's the inside. And then I gotta, if I deep clean, I'm in there with the little, you know, wipes and getting into all the little nooks and crannies. Um, that's another thing. I could get it detailed, that's an arm and a leg, but you can do it. Um, And also you're going to find a lot of those things you totally forgot about, which is going to propel new ideas for you. And don't forget about on the outside, you can buy that silicone black spray that makes all the rubber black parts all nice and shiny again. And and you can get your tire shine on and you can clean all the little mirrors and stuff like that and make sure that you have your up to date. Uh, windshield wipers. Um, you can look on Google or Pinterest to see, uh, you know, getting your car ready for winter or getting your car ready for spring. And you can make just like a little fun journal or journalette about your uh, your car nest and how can you can make it better for you. Do you always want to have gum at hand? Do you always want to have a, a nail file or a pack of tissue or um, a good place to put your drink? Um, you know, those types of things that uh, can bring a sense of coziness there. Um, for you, so you can have that as well. So just some fun things to think about going forward into the next year. What are you going to do with your journals? Um, uh, you know what what inspires you, what intrigues you. Um, keep your mind open, keep your options open. Um, be willing to embrace the unknown, and let's see where this all takes us, everybody. So have yourself a very happy and merry Christmas, and um, from Sunny and the Birdies and everybody and me. Uh, We wish you all the very best this season, and we will be talking to you soon. Happy crafting, everybody!